0: I thought I'd still
1: get to eating. Here. <laughs> I think the Bible down here somewhere It tells my confidence in people. Yes, when a soldier lays his sword down, but it's around his friend. <laughs> I was thinking coming along the line just a few moments ago to get um, on the, come up to the breakfast. I was speaking with a man who was the Baptist, had just come into this marvelous, old gospel way, and we were talking about Baptist theology, and he said, Brother Bram, what do you think about it? They, uh, they're seeming to get farther away. How well, many of them are coming in, and I said, they certainly are are a good church, the Baptist church, nice people, and they have good teaching. I said, but it's just like taking a bird and you put him into a cage, you get him orthodox food, a lot of vitamins to make good wings, but you got him in a cage. So that's it. What good does it do to make him good strong wings if you go to keep him in a cage? I as well, not give it to him, so I... I like out somewhere like where you can fly free. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'll buy a little too free. <laughs> you know you can excuse that by being an Irishman. Someone said talking about their nationalities, I said, Well if, if he'll save an Irishman he's hope for the whole world. <laughs> just up and down. Now I said, especially from Kentucky, this man happened to be in Kentucky, and he said, well, he said, I can prove that Paul was in Kentucky. I said, how is that? that said, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ with you all. You're <laughs> <laughs> in Kentucky. <laughs> to be assembled this morning here at this breakfast, with such man as I am assembled with, and women, it certainly is uh, a privilege that kings of the earth don't have. Because on a assembling like this, we have a promise that the King of Kings will be with us. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I'll be in their and And I just love that. I'm thinking. The last time we gathered here, I believe it was, we didn't get any Remember <laughs> <laughs> that, Brother <by> Ballard? That's right. <laughs> we just sat around and talked. <laughs> but we had a spiritual peace. That's much better. And this morning, it seems like the Lord's given us a double potion something to eat for our stomachs and already food for our hearts. And we're grateful to Him. I'm. Grateful to you, brethren, the sponsors of this meeting that is assembled here this morning, and for these Christian businessmen who I uh, love and speak for them much, we are coming along this morning on the line. I uh, said something about the Christian business with all being ministers and their wives. Brother Moore said, no, there will be some Christian businessmen. Someone we were talking to said, uh, oh, uh, something about the businessman, and they said, well, they touch Brother Branham, that's the only denomination he belongs to, is a Christian businessman." <laughs> I said, I'm getting to be such a fanatic, I'll be, yes, the only one would receive me. I was just such a crank anyhow. I'll be, mean, just a Christian
0: businessman,
1: the only one they can." Show me one to the other, you know, because they represent them all. <laughs> but we're happy to be here with the Christian businessmen and the ministers and their wives and all the mm-hmm. visitors that have are being with us. If not ministers, and not in the fellowship. This has been a great uh, time for me here. And so sorry that I had a throat. where yeah, I have it. But I, this is just about my fifth month now without hardly a, a day or night off while I been in the service, constantly on the go. And, you know, I read a piece of paper the other day in our uh, article, rather, in one of our local papers. They had a picture of the famous Evangelist Billy Green, and it stood up top wearing theme. And he has made a statement that, amongst some theologians, that he wasn't an athlete like he used to be, that he believed that some of the Bible really could be not inspired, and appears that he might pretty soon leave the field of evangelism and, and become some, take some kind of offering for some great college or something on like that, which to me, I don't believe he said it. Uh, I got better confidence in a man of God like Billy Graham than to make a statement like that. The papers make a lot of statements. It's not true. Right. 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 I don't believe Billy said it. But if he did say it, I would say that one thing would be like Billy, would be like it is with many of our other evangelists, and with myself. Now I hope you read between the lines what I'm saying. Sometimes our zeal burns up our wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to go too long, too hard. We get worn down, you get to a place you can't think right. Like. Seems like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes when I get feeling like that, I just kind of be glad when I hear the trumpet sound. <laughs> I think it'll all be over. The more struggle, the more heartache. Coming home, yeah. you don't know what it is until you go through it once. I know you can wear it thin. Yeah. Jack Cole wore just a little too thin one. Yeah. And you don't watch Tommy Hicks' wore thin pretty thin, and you know that. Just as soon as you come from overseas, somebody grabs you here and there. He had a breakdown. I know I wore awful thin one time, yeah. and I'm getting thin again, but how can you step still when thousands are calling and pulling around? I thought, well, Lord, last fall when I come back from Brother Bonham, or the Christian business lamp, over on the little time of that business, I thought, well, Lord, I'll step in the harness and stay until you come, and when it's over, you know. I would rather die in the harness than out of the harness. So when we're seeing and wearing sin and so forth as I've just stated, to get tired of my throat it down. But to come into a time like this where we sit in a little gathering and I wonder if the Lord don't just let us get all tore up sometimes, Lord, He to just mold us and fashion us and make us a little different and bless us and kiss us on the cheeks and save a child "My child and night with you, and know, I'll just a little encouraged and go ahead. Now, I'd like to approach a, a subject here <coughs> that I, I know is entirely uh, too much of a subject for me. And before ministers, anyhow, that i kind of a little ticklish about uh, approaching it, a little skittish, I should say, but uh, <laughs> I trust that you'll bear with me I express my thoughts on a scripture that I want to read out of the book of Joel. First chapter of verse and the second chapter of verse the fourth and the the twenty fifth. In Joel the first chapter it says, That which the palmer worm has left has the locust eaten. That which the locust has left has the uh, I'm the part, I'm reading it wrong. That which the palm worm has left, as the locust eaten. And that which the locust has left, the tanker worm has eaten. And that which the, I mean the caterpillar has eaten, that which the caterpillar has left, as a, or the worm has eaten, as the caterpillar. I'm all mixed up again. But
0: standing
1: here with tears in my eyes and shaking eyes. Well, I'll read it again. That which the palmer worm has left, as the locust And that which the locust has left, as the canker worm eats. That which the canker worm has left, as the caterpillar eats. And then over in Joel 2 25, I will restore unto you. Oh. All right. Alex and Alex. Thank you, Lord. Our precious Lord, as a bunch of pilgrims and strangers, we humbly bow in your presence First of all, to ask you to forgive us for all of our trespasses, and to say within ourselves that we are unworthy of any blessing that you should give to us. And we have come this morning as a group of people under the old oak tree as it was to sit around for a little time of fellowship. And I pray thee, God, to be merciful to on us, and to give unto us that which we have need of. May the great Holy Spirit now come among us, and come upon each of us, and give us the food from the Bible that we have need of.
0: Yes, thank you, Bless Lord. this group of men. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord.
1: Bless this gathering. Yes, thank you, Lord. Bless the revival yes, thank you, Lord. and the Christian businessmen. And for everything that's been done or said during this meeting. And we pray that in the end, we'll hear those wonderful words. It was well done, my good and faithful Enter into the joy of the Lord. We ask in Jesus' name. Now may the Lord add His blessings to His word. And now, on this subject, that I would just like to briefly say, because I know we got lots of things to do, that Tim and it's Kenneth Thatcher's turn. You know, there's. None of us just alike. If we should all go up this morning and then give us a fingerprint, we'd find out there's no two fingerprints exactly alike. That's known. They claim there's no two people got noses just exactly alike. We're so different uh, one to the other and in many makeup. But we can certainly agree that we're all human. That's right. That's
0: right.
1: <laughs> and in our religious beliefs, we find the same thing. We find that some believe one thing and some another. But have always tried to make it a policy to never try to cross up anybody, to do anything wrong. I when I come out of the Baptist church. I haven't went across the country telling what a bad bunch of people the bad people are. I go across the country telling what a fine bunch of people the bad people are. Because they are. I might not agree with them just on everything, but I certainly would take one of them before I would take an unbeliever, before I would take a communist, or like as long as they are mentioning the name of the Lord, though so I wouldn't believe with them. Uh, certainly we might not believe on every principle, but we believe on Christ. Amen. 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 That's the main thing. Uh, what we need to speak evil of the Baptists or the Presbyterians are not even to the Catholics. Because there's Catholic people who I believe are saved. God has so made it so simple to us that he that believeth on me. Jesus. And there's many of them. I wouldn't believe the system of the Catholic Church, but I believe in the Catholic people. I don't believe in the system of the, maybe the Baptist or Presbyterian or even the Pentecostal church. But I believe in their people because they're my brothers and Now, in our short message, I have just... The first time I've ever tried to write down something, just a point that I wanted to make and come to it. because not only to preach, I didn't come to preach, I just come to speak to you, and I'm, I preach by inspiration, I try to, but in speaking like this, I just want to talk to you, but there's four great things here that I want to mention. And that is Joel, the prophet, who was God's eagle, who climbed up into the sphere of God and saw the day coming. Peter quoted him on the day of Pentecost in Joel 2.38. He said, This is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel. And Joel saw that coming. And if Joel's prophecy was so accurate that it saw Pentecost many hundred years before it ever happened, then surely the prophecy that he has given to this day, we could say would be accurate. But the thing I want to speak on is this. The four great destroyers. First, it was the... The... Palmer worms, and the next was the locust, and the next was the tanker worm, and the next was the caterpillar. Them were destroyers, and what they were destroying was the heritage of God, the vine. And if you will check closely on your insects, Those three, or those four insects, are the same insect in a different form. The caterpillar, and the uh, locust, the canker worm, and the, I mean the, I get that mixed up. The first was the palmer worm, and then the locust. And then the tanker worm and the caterpillar. We are told that that is the same insect in just different forms coming down. Now, if Pentecost was God's vine, which was the new vine that had grown up, then these four destroyers as been the one that's eat the vine down. Now let's find out what Pentecost had and find out what we got lacking. And then we ought to find out what the destroyers are, or who they are, Amen. or what's in it. Now, the first thing that Pentecost produced was brotherly love. That's yes, right.
0: Amen. Christ.
1: It tore down the middle wall of petitions and made a brotherhood to such a way that they had everything in common in the Bible days. A brotherhood. Paul spoke of this brotherhood, and he gave all the gifts of the Pentecostal church and then said in First Corinthians thirteen that though I speak with tongue as man and angels and have not this love which brings the brotherhood, I am nothing. That's right. And though I have the knowledge to understand all the mysteries of God, I am still nothing. Without love. The love of the brethren. Jesus said, This will all men know that you're my disciples, when you have love one for the other. Pentecost had that. I'm speaking Pentecost, meaning the first group of the apostles and the disciples. They had that brotherly love. They wasn't greedy. They sold everything they had for the furthering of the church, they were so together that even when one heard the other one died, he said, let us go and die with him. Such a feeling. Now, Jesus spoke of this and said that, of all the others, he said, let brotherly love continue. That was in the first church. But something taken place. And there was a fellow come in, but a name of a polymer worm. And when he began to eat on that vine of brotherly love, he cuts the very sap line of it. Because it don't make any difference how smart we are, how much we think we know or how much we want to be different from somebody else, as long as that brotherly feeling isn't among us, we are fighting a losing battle. That's right. 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 We can't win. There's no way for us to win. And now, in the Pentecostal church of today, comparing the two and what's happened. Now, if you'll notice the routine of the gifts, the first is the gift of wisdom. The first is the gift of wisdom. That is the best gift of the truth. And if we don't have Wisdom. We won't know how to use knowledge. Is the second gift, and if we can't use the second gift without wisdom, how are we going to use the last gift, interpretation, or next to the last, speaking in tongues? Our zeal has eat up our wisdom. And our zeal for our denomination and our enthusiasm has eat up the wisdom of the vine, brotherly love. It's all right. And you, brethren, the reason I said for you come this morning, I want to speak to ministers. It's all right to have denomination. There's nothing against that. But when denomination isolates himself and separates his fellowship from his brethren, that old palmer worm has eaten the life out of it to begin with. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 When we get to a place, if you want to differ with a man, why, is man that I know that I could see eye to eye with as close in scriptures as anybody in the world is Brother Moore, said he. We, this time, wonder we're a million miles apart. <laughs> but did that ever touch us? <laughs> no, sir. Here he is with the little wife over yonder, answering the phone so much that she's got almost a nervous breakdown. Call last night, crying on the phone. And he loves me well enough, not because he gets a penny of money, no sir. But he flies on an old rocky plane and everything else to get over here to be with me a little bit. I don't believe the night would ever be too dark, or the rain would ever fall too hard, but I'd try and crawl through the jungles to get to me. It's a love. Yet we wouldn't agree on scriptures by a hundred miles, on millenniums, and so forth, like that, on <laughs> security of <laughs> believers. <laughs> <laughs> but that don't make it.
0: No, I'm right. oh,
1: I mean, even, even, and our mm-hmm. different. I am elected associate pastor to you.
0: <laughs> Boy. All right. I'm so
1: glad that the powerful woman hasn't touched the jet brother really before. Right. <laughs> right. 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 yeah. Now, I'm just saying that for an example. And if we could do that between two men, why can't every brother do it? That? Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I might have a right to say things against the church itself. I went to his church here not long ago, and I thought he never would invite me back. Well, i come to find out that godly bunch of little saintly women he had there was bobbing off their hair and wearing lipstick. I tore the thing apart.
0: But I thought
1: he wouldn't ask me back. But you know what? There was such an anointing of the Holy Spirit around the vine that that old polymer worm couldn't touch it. <laughs> you know, there's electric fence lights. <laughs> that polymer worm can't get over that fence. That shock of the Holy Spirit of love. Right, right, right. You're going every time, brother. That's, right. That's, right. That's right. And if we need fences to build, it oughtn't to be denominational fences. It ought to be love fences to Amen. keep the Amen. Let's right. right. keep the calmer ones For he is the devil's number one destroyer. <clears throat> I don't care what a man believes. Whatever he believes, now he's got a right to come right back and tell me he don't believe little things that I believe. i got a right to say little things that he doesn't believe. In this church, the Methodist, the Baptist, the Presbyterian, even to the Pentecostal. See, whatever, I'm with the Pentecostal people. I am Pentecostal. I don't belong to the Pentecostal denomination, because Pentecost is not a denomination. Amen. Amen. It's an experience. Did you hear that Lutheran tale a while ago, <laughs> I was shook into to the Baptist setting over there coming down. I believe another Baptist is looking at me during the check if my owner was, see? It is an experience,
0: That's
1: right. and the trouble of we let these insects get in a pair to pieces yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and there is the number one killer that's,
0: like,
1: that's what's eating in our pentecostal experiences today no, 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 no. now the next great thing come up was the locust and he was the one who was to destroy the unity of the believers. In the Bible, there was, in Pentecost, there was a unity. And these people were with one heart and with one accord. And Paul said, I believe in Romans the seventh chapter, that there was nothing to separate us from the eighth chapter of Romans of the love of God to think right that's in Christ Jesus. There was nothing. <laughs> now, I've never expressed this before but between Pentecostal people. Or anyone. But seeing the tremendous strain that's been on me. That's why I come to do it this morning. It's the mightiest church on the face of the earth. It is, <laughs> and it is the church. That's right. That's right. There's only one church. Many of them are still branded Baptists. Presbyterians. But I might not look like this this morning, but I, I used to herd a few cattle. And up there in Colorado, where we grazed on the Arepetal Forest, and and bring the cattle down on the Troublesse River Association, Herbert Association Grazes a, has the ranches down on the Troublesse River. At roundup times, at the spring, when we brought the cattle up to put them on there, many times have I set my leg across the horn of the saddle, watch the ranger count those cattle as they went through. And I was amazed to look some of them as the lazy cave brand on them. Some of them had the diamond bar brand on them. Ours was a tripod. Others were different brands. The Ranger, the brand didn't make much difference. But everyone that passed through that gate had to be a registered Herford. That's why I think it'll be at the day of the judgment. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be whether you're a Methodist or Baptist or Presbyterian, but what brand you got on you, but it'll be a born-again experience. So not only amongst the Pentecostal denominations, but all denominations, this great Palmer Worm has broke down brotherhood. It did it with the Lutherans. It did it with the Baptists. It did it with the Presbyterians. It did it with the Nazarenes. It did it with the Pentecostals. It's always been that old worm in there to make them isolate themselves. We got it, and you ain't got nothing. What a pity! Recently, at a meeting, were a a Lutheran group of people, a dean of a college had Brother Moore and I there, and he so differed with me, but what got him was in the supernatural. And he called me out to have dinner with him, and they were pretty near as many drinks as breakfast. And then, when we got through eating and was explaining to him, he wanted to know what we losers had. And I said, well, do you say, he said to me, do we losers have anything? I said, sure. Yes, Christ. I said, I'll make it to you in a parable. A man once planted a field of corn. And he went out in a few days and he looked and there were little two little sprouts sticking up like this. And the man began to praise God for a field of corn. I said, Did he have corn? He looked at me. He said, Well. Perhaps in a sense he had corn, I said he has corn potentially. By and by that corn matures. And after a while it becomes a tonsil. Now I said the first two leaves are losing. First reformation. And after a while along come the tonsil. That tonsil looked so free. It looked back down to the leaf and said, I haven't got nothing to do with you. I'm a pretty tonsil, and you aren't nothing but just an old green leaf. But if the truth was known, the very life that was in the leaf is made to tonsil. And it has to have the leaf to drop its pollen to further on, towards maturity, After a while the ear comes, has grains on it. The Pentecostal, restoration of the gifts. Like the one that went in the ground. The return of the power of God in fullness. Showing Christ alive at Pentecost to the gifts and manifestations of the first church. But you know when this ear corn come on, it looks back to that top and says, you ain't got nothing.
0: <laughs> 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 in
1: and you old dead roots and leaves down there, there's nothing to you. But brothers, remember, the life that's in the green can of the leaves also. Yeah. It's nothing but a corn further matured. But so don't laugh at the loser of the Remember, it's the further maturing of the ear. But now, the thing about this—we've had that in our minds so long, until it has created another thing, and we got fungus growing out all over the ear. You know what fungus is? <laughs> Well, you know what fungus is, my brains. is. It's something wrong. Something's wrong with the tree that has fungus on it. It's got a disease And Pentecost has got a disease. It's got a lot of fungus growing on That's right, in, the, in all of our churches. It's got fungus growing on it. We've let the old Palmer one come along with his stinger. Break down brotherhood. Break down unity among us. Paul said in the Bible that he wanted us to all speak the same thing. He wanted us all to be in unity. I got a little note right here. I was going to uh, read on it all the operation of the gifts and so forth and in unity they stood as one great big union church but we find out that that church stayed that way with brotherhood and they loved not their lives unto death they went out and martyrdom many of you man you who he read, uh, the, well, the early ages of the church, and books like Pop's Book of Martyrs and so forth, and many other church, uh, church histories. And how did they stuck together? Nothing could to separate them. Then, during the dark age, they come forth with an organization. They come forth with a man-made policy. The locusts begin to fly, man. The same devil that broke up brotherhood is trying to break the unity of man. And they made their first organization, and that was the Catholic Church. God's church never was organized until Catholicism. And then it was a fortune that you had to do it or they pulled pull them apart with ox, they'd them, they set them the lines, they have done everything. And they forced in a false unity. The locusts begin to sting. And it's too fast. After the caterpillar has got into the Pentecostal church and broke up the brotherhood, then the locust comes around after that and begins to sting us. To organize different little groups to break up our unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the destroyers. If the old general council, when the Pentecostal move was first brought in, issued in, by speaking with tongues, the bottom of the gift, bring it up, if they would have just stayed put and would have never organized, and just let it be a Pentecostal fellowship, in the sin of any organization, we'd have been a million times better over, and let it stay our experience, and not a denomination. Now remember, I'm stating myself, I'm not against the denomination, it has to be that way, or God's Word would have said it would be that way. If these caterpillars and bugs are going to eat the church, they're going to eat it. Amen. That's right. God said so. That's just as plain as, he said it's born out his spirit. Right. What God says for one thing, whether well, it's good or evil, it's going to be just that way. But I'm just, I'm just bringing out something to your view so you can see. Now, the caterpillar... Uh, they gave the Eat, or the Locust, rather, and he broke up against unity. And they organized the first church. Luther organized the second. And on down through the ages, constantly one organization. And when you do, you tear down the very principle of brotherhood. Brethren, this my opinion. If we are mentally right, we don't, we speak God's Bible and look out upon the thing and you see that it's that way. That's
0: right. That's
1: right. We are not divine. All oh, one body we. One in hope and doctrine. One in charity. Thank the Lord's name. What are we going to do about it? Here we are. Could we help it? No, sir. God said so. That's it. They could not help doing this. I wonder when we stand before Jesus that great day, and as the patriarch stood before Joseph, and they condemning themselves, we knew we did this. We should not have done this, and he said it was all for the good. I wonder really if all of our differences and everything, when we come that day and say, oh, Lord, if I know that, i have never done this. But one of you just say, well, it was all for the good. Mm. It might preserve life in some way. Yeah. But to think that old locust, what it's done. And then another thing that they had that in the Bible time, now besides brotherhood, perfect brotherhood, perfect unity, they had a worship of one true God. And it's too bad that we got away from that. Now in the day of the early age, there's come a time when they set up a post. Give him a triple crown. The jurisdiction over heaven, purgatory, and hell. I've seen his crown. I looked at it myself. And they begin to come to a man worship. And they set up from the worship of the one true God to a false earthly god and got priests, and I called him father. Ghostly father. The Bible plainly told us to call no man father but God, and to worship no man but God. I wouldn't want to say that it was a grand privilege, but I was given the privilege to be interviewed by the Pope when I was in Rome. And I had seen many diplomats and great men and kings and potentates, monarchs, and I met them and they told me different things I should do and how I should address them, and when I went to them, your honor and so forth, and, and um, majesty and so forth, I was to say, so I asked this person what I was to say at 3 o'clock the next afternoon when I was to meet the Pope of Rome. The head of the Catholic Church, and he said, "The first thing you must do would be bow down on your knees and kiss the rain and call him His Holiness." You wish to be called all right, but never do worship to a man. Right, but they had the worship of one true God. In that little fashion, they set up in the program, which many of you historians know, of making the Trinity three different gods. They had one God the Father with a long beard. I've seen the pictures of that. They had another God, the Son, with a younger man and a little bird flying around like a dove calling the Holy Ghost. Now they lost sight there of the true picture of the one true God. God is not free God. God is one God. Right. God has three offices. Yeah, right. The Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But it isn't three different gods. Right. It is right. we're pagans. Right. But that never started in the early church. They know different from that. Right. It started in the Middle Age when the unity of brethren was broke up and they now, of course, we people today, we believe that the three, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, is the three uh, persons of the one true God. It's three offices, not three gods. But that same listen now, we think that was ridiculous in the Catholic Church. But we brought it right down here at Pentecost and tore yourselves to pieces with yeah. it.
0: Right.
1: Set up another organization. Start something else. Instead of coming like brethren, with brotherly love and with unity, the first one begins to see that the, the three persons of the Godhead within in one person, Christ Jesus. He was the manifestation of God's breath. Not another man and then you set up and got the little dogmatic idea of the oneness to call. Then you started on that, being a harp on it, and you made God one like your finger one, and you know that's wrong. You better scholars know better than that. But why was it? It was because it's All of them begin to eat first. Instead of sitting and reasoning together, when I come into the factions of the Pentecostals, they set a table bigger than that with their heads around. You go to this, you can't go to this. You preach for them, you can't preach for this. I said, we are brethren. Absolutely. And if they won this faction had to off to one side and made an issue out of it, and would have stayed with their brethren and let the Holy Ghost anoint them, that thing would have never scattered and broke up brotherhood the way it did. But what happened? The locusts begin to fly. (laughs) Broke up brotherhood as as a little unity of your own. Unity is not an isolated thing, brethren. Unity is for the whole body of
0: Christ. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It started in the early days. Paul said, when I come among you, one has this, one has that. One said, I'm a sheep of the of Paul. The sheep of crucified was the baptized in the name of Paul. But that thing had already started. He was eating into the church. But they had in the beginning the unity of the one true God. Just a few days ago, I got a letter from Africa. Brother Jesus. Now I want you to notice know that these two factions of a the man. They have a time baptism. And one side baptizes three times. Once for the father, once for the son, once for the Holy Ghost, faith <laughs> forward. <laughs> said Jesus, when he died, we baptized in his death, and he fell, faith forward. The other said, serious. When Jesus died, they bury a man on his back, so they baptize him three times backwards. Once for the Father, once for the Son, once for the Holy Ghost. And they split up. My goodness, brethren. Can't you see? Don't you understand? Let it be a vision to you. What difference does it make when we have lost our feeling of brotherhood? We are in a terrible shape. My uh,
0: God! Do you get it? But
1: these little things that break out, then somebody grabs it. We we'll make us unity. That's not unity. That's pure petty jealousy.
0: You
1: know what I mean? We need real Christian apostolic unity. Paul said some preach for one thing and some preach for more dangerous. What difference that as long as Christ is free?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He had a right to call out and said, I know that after my departing grievous woefully not that some among you will raise up with perverse things and so forth. But John kind to kept it all said, Oh keep Christ, the unity of Christ, the love of God in our hearts. Little children love one another. I believe we have to go through these things. Before we can really see the real meaning of it, John, who was the one who wanted to call far down out of heaven and burn up Samaria that day, because they wouldn't give him something to eat the same, wouldn't become the very
0: bundle of love. I wonder if
1: someday, in all of our differences, when we really see the vision that God is trying to get before us. If it just won't break, it's right down to one another right Another thing that they had in that day was absolutely soundness of Bible teaching. That was one of the things they had which is the Palmer worm and the caterpillar, and if you notice, it's the same insect all the way down. Now this old devil of canker worm has come in, and he calls in the skin, you know, canker you up. One fellow will find a little thing, and when he does, it don't make any difference what somebody else tries to say. He'll just hold to that, and he'll isolate his little group, and there's nothing but this Brother, it ain't this is it, this is that, that's the thing, a fellowship, a true Bible teaching, not going out after one thing or another, we've got genuine Spirit-filled Holy ghost brethren. If I would direct my message towards one of them, I'd be a hypocrite. I don't speak against saying the Baptist Church does this, the Methodist Church does that, and this does that, or this does that. I'm not preaching against the man, I'm preaching against that devil of a tanker worm that's trying to get a hold of
0: mankind.
1: And we see it. We, I brought this so that we can lay it out before each other. That we could see that these destroyers was predicted to come and eat the vine down. Yeah, yeah. Now, we know the Holy Ghost is here. Uh, we know the Holy Ghost is live. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But brothers, do you realize it's only working in a stump? Amen. Oh, oh, no. Did you think that? Do you realize that's the point, my friend? The Spirit is only working in a stump. The Bible said it would be a stump. What is it? We've got disunified bodies. We've got brotherly love scattered from side to side. Way down in the heart of every born again man this morning in their heart they want to embrace one another.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a many a preacher here who seems to belong to the churches of different denominations would love to walk in here this morning and take the oneness and the two-ness and the 3 forget their differences. Uh, Christ, uh, Christ is in their heart. But what is it? What keeps them from it? an organization. If they get caught that buster and community? that's a false unity. The Bible says so. That's right. God never did organize his church. I don't be against that. God said it had to happen. Yeah, but the thing that it is among all of it, let's be plattern. Yeah. Then we find out all these great things, and here we are just done. Here's this final start. And when it does, the palm oil will cut down the brotherhood. What comes next? That p- palmer worm dies and turns into a locust and he goes to sting. Then the locust goes and in comes the canker worm. The canker worm leaves and here comes the caterpillar to get what's left. See? Right back to the stump it goes. And brother, this morning, with the life coming up from the roots, Christ Jesus, because he was the root and offspring. I mean. We by our indifferences have let these things cut us and keep us a stump.
0: Yeah. My, 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 my. Is
1: there any hope then, you say, Brother Reynolds? Blessed be the God. I will restore him yeah. yeah. All the years, the yeah. blessings that the caterwauls, the yeah. caterpillar, the pollen, and everything is eaten down, and brothers. As a middle-aged man, as a preacher of the gospel for your brother, which loves you with Christian love, I'm looking to see the day. Hallelujah. Will pay no attention to it. Others say that message wasn't right. They let this go and that go. Then the gifts will come and they say, Oh, Jones said this was this and this was that. It's the Holy Spirit truly. But it can't get through to produce itself. These little insects are keeping it down. That's the reason we can't have real.